0: Barney and Friends Barney Simon Decoranda FM
1: Those Russians are amazing, are hardcore, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, how did you get that deal? Uh, we had, a, while I was at Sundowns, uh, previously I'd gone on a number of uh, trials. I think the, the one before that was to West Ham. Uh, and that deal ne- very nearly got done. Uh, unfortunately, my club Sundowns uh, asked for, for too much money. Uh, Harry Redknapp was at the club at the time and they were about to get rid of um, Rio Ferdinand to Leeds and they were very impressed by me but it was just the transfer fee that got stuck so I unfortunately had to come back to South Africa um, and at that stage we had a uh, Russian coach um, called Victor Bondarenko and um, very well known in local uh, circles and he arranged for me to, to go to uh, his hometown club in Rostov in the south of uh, Russia. And I knew nothing about the league. I knew nothing about the country. Um, just like yourself or anybody else, uh, very stereotyped view of Russia, mm. you know. Uh, long, leggy, blondes, vodka, bears, and extremely cold weather, you know. And communism, of course. So mm. uh, that's all I knew. And um, But if I'm honest um i went for the money uh, i wasn't getting any any younger i had to uh, i took it as getting into the shop window uh being closer to europe uh being in europe and so it ultimately it turned out to be a very very good move because they were starting to put a lot of their petrodollars into the league and which was attracting a lot of the top European players to the Russian league. And it uh, turned out very well for myself. Do you remember any of the the
0: big names still today uh, that you played against or maybe in the same team?
1: Yeah, uh, Jan Kola. um, He was a legend at uh, Borussia Dortmund. um, um, Also for Czechoslovakia. Um, uh, Wagner Love, uh, Brazilian striker. Um, Ivanovic, who plays at Chelsea now, the right back, uh, was at Lokomotiv Moscow at the time. Um, there were a number of other, uh, Russian players who have featured, um, Andre Arshavin who played for, for Arsenal, who's now black, back in, in, in Russia. Um, so, you know, they've, the, the finances in Russia were, were, were so good that a lot of the, the local Russian players wouldn't need to go to other leagues, you mm. know? Um, but there were a few who, who ventured outside. Um, and uh, yeah, I, st- I ended up staying there for, for six years, playing for two clubs and um, learning a new language. How do you say hello in, in Russian? Well, f- informally, it's
0: privyet, yeah, it but sounds like you... a swear word. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: um, yeah, and and sort of formally, if you if you're greeting an elder, it's That's too difficult.
0: (laughs) After a couple of vodkas, that's where the vodka comes in, man. And what what did uh, what was the lifestyle like? Did you have your own apartment? Were you up the road from the uh, uh, the the soccer field? you know, the club. And did they give you try? How did it work? I mean, there you are in Russia. What do you do now? I mean,
1: (laughs) well, you. I mean, first of all, they when they when they first bring you to the club, they make sure that it's in summer, so it's June and July. So you get a full sense of uh, security. You know, mm. you don't you don't really know what you're in for. Mm. Um, so they're quite devious in that regard. And then you come up to your to your hotel. It's all very nice, but then you sp- stay there for a couple of weeks, and then it's time to move into an apartment. And um, you know, you you come to your apartment, and from the outside uh it's it's really looks dodgy, you know. It's uh <laughs> it's not it's not something, you know, if you go to to somewhere in, you know, deepest, darkest Johannesburg, you know, it's it's three, it's it can be worse than that. But you venture up the steps into the to the new apartment and uh inside it's 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 actually quite luxurious and it's it's well maintained, you know. But from the outside It looks a bit dodgy. No garden, you couldn't even bribe. No, no. Everybody (laughs) lives in apartments, um, very much like uh, London or Mm -hmm. most of Europe, you know. Uh, A lot of parklands, a lot of space, um, but everybody lives on top of each other, and that's the way they they do it, you know. And uh, the vibe there, the Russians, uh, when you played uh,
0: football, um, the crowd. They, they knew you were from South Africa and what did they support you? Did they embrace you? Uh, did you have a good, I mean, six years of your life spent there, was it the, uh, you know, those six years uh, the best six years of your life maybe as football uh, as a football player?
1: Yeah, I would I would probably say that I spent two years in, in Rostov and uh, myself and a and a young Zambian player moved there together and we basically saved the team from from relegation in the first season, so immediately on a good footing and mm. the, the the fans love you you know. Um, there was also an element of of me being uh, a white um, South African, which was very unusual mm. because for them, you know, coming from Africa, they expect you to be, to be uh, black, you know, yeah. and it's uh, – so it took a lot of explaining and I became quite a sort of um, – how do I put it? Uh, it's quite an unusual aspect for 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 the team, you know. Mm. Um, and um, – You know, they they took to me. Um, uh, And then for four years, I spent at another club where there wasn't much. It was a city of about one and a half million people. Uh, There wasn't much entertainment in the city. And the only thing people really spent money on was going to watch football. And we had forty, fifty thousand 50,000 people every weekend at the stadium. And uh, all the football players were were gods, you know, within mm. the city. So from a po- football perspective that was great. Must have uh, been weird as well. You, you you go shopping or whatever to a mall and then you
0: see your name on the back of a of a, of a soccer jersey. Yeah. Booth on the back. I mean
1: did you feel good about that? Well it was it wasn't booth, it was uh boot oh, boot, boot uh, how did they, they spell it? Uh, or oh, was uh, B Y T in, oh, in Russian they- in Russian Cyrillic. Oh, okay. It's uh, B-Y-T. And is that what it
0: was on the back of your… Yeah. your oh, okay.
1: Yeah, so you don't… In Russian, uh, you don't have the U okay. and you don't have the Th. Boot. So it was simply boot. Boot him. <laughs> and have you still got any of those uh, jerseys in your collection? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I'm a, I'm a collector um, of, of jerseys, so I've got quite a stash. I normally keep one of each of my uh, jerseys. Um, I've got such a rubbish memory, you know. I'm a collector of memorabilia. Mm. Um, So I I kind of figure that uh, in my old age. I'm already suffering from early Alzheimer's, so <laughs> <laughs> in my old age, it's, I'm going to need things like that to remind me that I've actually done it. <laughs> Got more music coming up. We are here until midnight. Three seven nine four two at a cost of one round fifty.
0: The legendary Matthew Booth here. What a nice guy. We are chilling out, relaxing. If there's anything uh, you want to ask him, you're more than welcome. Send that SMS now. Follow me on Twitter at Barney Simon. I think it's time for more photos here in the studio. Uh. Cabello, my uh, producer, sitting here doing nothing. So, and we've got some nice food as well from Cobblestones. Thank you very much. Lovely. Uh, you're not a vegetarian, are you?
1: I'm South African. Uh, is that, that's impossible, Barney. So, uh,
0: 300 kg uh, steak? I mean, yeah. <laughs> 300. <laughs> so, do, do you love Brian?
1: No, absolutely. I mean, I'm coming to the, your house.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, after this, some Springbok nude girls stay there. That's what they said when you were in Russia, huh? You are my ticket out of here. <laughs> uh, I, th- I thought you were
1: talking about my blue eyes.
0: <laughs> at least you've got a sense of humour. Football players have a sense of m- I look at Messi and I look at Ronaldo and these guys and you think they don't have a sense of humour, but uh, who's the funniest guy you've ever met? Uh, uh, as far as football is concerned, from Bafana Bafana or in the UK whatever, yeah. the funniest guy on tour or on the bus. Or-
1: that's it's easy. That's a guy called Sean Roberts. Uh, he's not playing anymore. He used to play with me at Ajax Cape Town. Mm-hmm. He was a dead ringer for Nick Rabinovitz. Um He looked exactly like him, <laughs> um, and he was he was dead funny in the in the changing room. He was hilarious character. And, uh, yeah, you were sorely missed when, when, when he left. Uh, I think he's in the States at the moment. Mm-hmm.
0: Any weird things uh, that you can think of? The funniest thing that's ever happened before uh, you had to run out there and face uh, the other team and then, you know, especially on the way back. I mean, look at uh, Fergie and what when he threw that shoe, uh, what the soccer boot at, at Beckham. You know, all that, those stories happen, but how do those things leak out? That's another story. But anything funny that you can remember that happened?
1: Um, oh, well, when I start, uh, I can, I can tell you the most embarrassing that, that happened to me, but, um, on the field, uh, you know, I think, I think the, f- the thing that I've learned is never to, at a, from an early age, is never to, um, sort of take a risk or uh, you know there's always the, the, the football gods are always watching mm. and uh, they'll quickly give you a swift, swift kick in the balls if you, <laughs> if you think that you're bigger than the game mm. and um, at a very young age I think I mocked uh, a player. Barney and Friends Barney Simon